Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us a part of your day on a Friday. Jake Scott with you here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Gordon Monson, of course, social distancing at uh, Casa de Monson. Austin Horton on the other side of the glass uh, today producing as usual. Gordon Monson, uh, what's what's the current status of the, the Monson household? You guys doing all right? Yeah, everyone's hanging in there pretty well, I'd say. And Jake, hope the same is true for you and yours and uh, Austin as well. And all our listeners out there, it's a beautiful day outside. Maybe the blue sky makes people feel a little better. It does me. And, uh, you know, I like a little sunshine in my life. Uh, No doubt about that. Uh, Certainly no doubt about that. We're going to do a little Gordon's List today, Gordon, and I'm assuming that you being uh, staying at home and and being tied to home, I'm I'm assuming we're in for a real humdinger today as far as Gordon's List goes. Well, I'll do what I can. Uh, I've got a list. It's ready to go. I've checked it twice, and uh, I'm I'm assuming, are you getting any uh, assistance on on, uh, the list? There you know, that's, that's not a bad idea. I didn't think of that. Yeah, right. I, you've got, um, you know, I, I don't, let me put it this way. Uh, you've got a staff now. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're. You need to put that staff to work. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Seriously, that's a, th- this I'm, is content gold, Gordon. We've got a, we've got a lot of uh, able hands to, uh, to do some digging. Let's take advantage of this thing. Yeah, I, you know, I just I just thought never crossed my mind. I don't know how cooperative the staff is, but I'll I'll see if I can put them to work. Well, I mean, the level of staff cooperation uh, really depends on the strength of the manager. No, I yeah, <laughs> is that is that the way it works, top down? Uh, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I, I think that's how it's supposed to work. I think that that challenge rests with you, Gordon, and I. I trust your capabilities. You know, you you tell us how, you know, uh, you know, you're the the king of the castle and all that. You know, it's, it's time to start running that crew. Sorry, I almost choked there a little bit when you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Now the pressure's on. I'm feeling a little tightness around the collar right now. See if uh, see if I can uh, live up to that. And uh, add there too. Uh, if that is true, does that mean that the station as a whole is a reflection of Scotty? Yeah, absolutely. So when we have a bad day, it's uh, Scotty's fault? No, 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 no. I, I think, it, you know, our uh, our productivity and, and the quality of our product re- reflects, yeah, directly on our uh, fearless leader. 
See, this is a whole other way of looking at things. Because I always thought that the bosses always blamed their underlings. But in this case, we are saying, hey, blame your boss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that is that is that what we're saying? Is that a revolutionary line of thought? Well, uh, if we're still talking about your family, then I get I bet you get blamed quite a bit. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, yeah, uh. I bet you take yeah. your your fair share there. Uh, well, let's just say it this way: if I were going to take one of my kids out to have him fly a kite on a day when there's no wind, yeah, I probably would get blamed, and I think anybody would do that to their kid probably you know, that, should be is blamed. Is that really necessary for you, <laughs> you know, to do that? Have, is that really <laughs> is that really the way we're going to do this? Is, is I, I try to do something nice for my child, and you just turn it directly against me? Is that what we're doing? Well, see, you can't just work hard. You got to work smart. Got to work smart. So when you go out the front door, you check the, you know, like like a golfer, pull a blade of grass up, throw it in the air, and if it moves, then you say to your your beautiful little daughter, "Okay, let's go fly a kite." But if you throw the grass in the air and it falls right back down at your feet, then you say, "Hey, let's play a little checkers or something." Can I? Do you want to? Do you want to judge our latest activity as a family with our two and a half year old? Do you want me to tell you about it? Okay, but before you do, I have to tell you, I walked into my office yes last night and looked up, and that How to Dad book was there, and I said, I thought to myself, I have got to give that to uh, to Jake. It's not an insult. It's not. It's not. Hey, Jake, you dummy. You need to read this book. It's it's more instructional about details on how to build models and play games and maybe fly a kite and, you know, how to judge the wind speed, all that sort of thing. So I think you could benefit from that at your stage in in life. My stage, it's a little too late for that. But yours, I think it would be handy. Okay, what was the latest? No, no, no. Well, you bring that book on by, Gordon. And since we're we're social distancing, I have this big black bin right out in front of my, <laughs> my house. You can just go ahead and leave it in there. And uh, I'll get right should, to it. Should I put it? Should I wipe it down with Clorox wipes? But I don't even think you have to worry about it. Medically sealed uh, <laughs> bag of some sort and drop it off. I don't mean to make light of this at all. It's serious stuff. Uh, we got to take care of each other. But what was the latest lame brain thing you tried? Okay, so so here's what we're doing, and we'll we'll see if this works because there's there's actually a complication in all of this. But my wife and I were sitting there, kind of brainstorming like things that we can do. And Sadie, who's two and a half, she's she's learning counting. Gordon, and, and she's getting pretty good at it, right? So this is what we're doing. We're playing a family game of Monopoly, and we figure we can just do it kind of on the side while we're doing other things, you know, take turns or whatever. So, you know, I'm playing, uh, my wife is playing, and then Sadie is also playing. Now, obviously, she's not old enough to grasp the game, not even yeah. close, but she's old mm-hmm. enough to roll the dice and to count the squares right as we we move her piece but here's the here's the complicating factor is my wife is extraordinarily competitive and we're we're kind of splitting playing for Sadie from a from a strategy standpoint if that makes any sense and so uh, I'm I'm concerned that her competitiveness will either cause one cheating or <laughs> or two that she will you know, find some way to since we're we're sharing responsibility of Sadie's team I figured we'd just be uh, both looking out for Sadie's best interest but but when it comes to a game like this I'm I'm not so sure that's going to work Yeah that sounds complicated Any thoughts is this a bad idea 
I, I think it probably is. Yeah. Is this going to uh, lead to some bad? What, what has bad broken feelings? up more families? Infidelity, infidelity, or monopoly? <laughs> or monopoly? I go with monopoly. <laughs> it might. It might be monopoly. <laughs> I already on our our first uh, go around the board. I already was just furious because you know it matters. It matters to buy properties as soon as you can. Like that first trip around the board, like sets the tone for the entire game. And of course, I started on income tax, and then I I went from there to just visiting jail and then from there to free parking so my entire first half trip around the board i didn't buy anything meanwhile meanwhile my wife and and sadie are just buying up half the board and i i of course place yes please i of course was was a little grumpy and uh i was told that i need to act like i'm enjoying myself so that she has a good experience you know what i mean yeah so, so here, here, here's the question then jake uh, and austin we need your feedback here uh should should jake let somebody else win see that's this is the problem though i would do something like that i really would i would i would you know give my daughter a daughter like a really good trade or something like that but but naz is gonna go for she's going for blood so i can't let her just win because i'm a softy right so this is the this is the conundrum here and so when it I, comes to yeah. sadie making deals and whatnot you two have to consult with one another to approve or disapprove if i offer sadie a deal she gets to decide whether to take uh. it Okay. And vice versa, right? See, see, my advice here is just make sure you don't finish ahead of Naz. Okay, so the, this so is... So you've, you've got to be second or third, yeah. I think I've got to be third in this circumstance. It'd be better to be third. I think it... But Sadie will be all right because she doesn't know first, right, second, third. Right, right, right. But Naz like, does. Yeah, she does. <laughs> That's true. So we are I, we 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 are spending a lot of time together. This is but also true. If Naz knew you were letting her win, that would also not go well. That would not go well. Correct. No, she wants to win fair and square. So have I opened uh, up a really complex can of worms here? Am I yeah, am probably. I in real trouble with this monopoly you game? You would have been in more trouble uh, had you decided to make joint decisions for Sadie, where you had to get one another to agree in order to make the deal as opposed to taking turns, depending on... Because, really, if you're doing it the way you're doing it, now it's really two against one. Or it it could turn into that. I mean, you can't split her... You can't split her interests completely down the middle. Uh, You know, just like you can't split Sadie down the middle. You know? And that that sounds... That kind of sounds kind of macabre, doesn't it? But isn't there a biblical story... Isn't there a biblical story about someone whose who's, uh, certain mothers were claiming the same baby or something? And so, was it King Solomon yeah, or somebody King, who, King Solomon, who offered right? to cut cut the child in half, and the real mother he knew the real mother would 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 be responsible give, would give way to save the baby's life or something like that. Anyway, uh, I didn't mean to get all biblical here or anything, but. That sounds like trouble to me, Jake. I guess that's the best way to answer. Well, it, it. you got to be careful. It's already trouble because I just got a, a text from my my wife saying that I just <laughs> she said, "Hey, low blow," and then a funny gif of of uh, Eric Cartman from South Park getting thrown under the bus, and then she says, "That is me <laughs> under the bus." How did I throw her under the bus? I just said she's uberly competitive, <laughs> which she is. <laughs> That's what I would. That's what I would expect from Naz, because Naz is nobody's pushover. Right, that is for sure. And and my original idea was to play Risk, and Monopoly is is 
I mean, that's better than risk from uh, what we're talking about here, right? I mean, risk, that could, that had the potential to get really ugly. Uh, yeah. I mean, risk, the problem with risk is, first of all, even in a time uh, when you, you have some extra spare time, perhaps, uh, to play those kinds of games, doesn't risk take like three weeks to finish? So does Monopoly, though, if you do uh, it a certain way, yeah. Also, I, by the way, you're not sparing any of uh, of uh, Naz's uh, uh, response here. Uh, <laughs> with your our kite story and you bringing that up, she sent me a text that says, hashtag Gordon hates children. <laughs> How do I hate children? I love children. I don't want to disappoint the child by making was... a stupid decision on my part where I would be able to tell whether it's windy or not. And since we don't go out and disappoint her by saying, because it's not going to be any fun to fly a kite on a day a kite won't fly. And so you, you've got you've to use your, your, your wisdom, your judgment to make those kinds of calls before it actually happens, before it creates the disappointment. How is that hating children? I think that I have children in, in, in best interest in mind. All we tried to do was take our daughter over <laughs> to the schoolyard to fly well, a kite. That's, okay. that's all we're doing is trying to be good parents during this whole thing, next, Gordon. Next, next time you want to fly a kite when there's no wind out there, Jake, I want you to, before you do that, I want you to go out and buy like a, a moped or a scooter or, a, you know, something so that you can tie it to the back of the scooter and then drive around the parking lot. Then it might fly. Mm-hmm. But you running around the parking lot isn't going to get the thing. First of all... <laughs> It's going to fly for like two seconds, and then it's going to crash, and you're not going to be able to do it. So, see, I mean, it's, you know, it's, I have your best interests at heart here as well by informing you of this. So next time, think ahead. All right. Okay, coming up, we're going to get started with with Gordon's list. Uh, We're going to get into that coming up straight ahead. It is the big show on a Friday right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 of the Zone, Band of the Day. Today is U2, selected by Austin, and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets to get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. I asked Austin why he selected U2, and he said, I don't know, I looked online and they did something. Uh, some you know, the anniversary or something or other. I was like, well, perfect. Yeah, April 3rd, some year they did something or someone did something to them or about them or whatever. Something notable, whatever. And fast forward to today, where they're the band of the day. Brought to my Live Nation concerts. Uh, All right, uh, I'm I'm very excited to hear this week's uh, Gordon's List intro. Uh, So should we, let's, let's, uh, let's get right to it, shall we? Austin? And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. 
you know, what you just said there reminded me of the saying, a satisfied man always gives his all. Yeah, who said that? Someone said, if I'm not mistaken, and I hope I'm, I'm not, but I kind of hope I am. Yeah, I hope I'm right because I don't want to be wrong, but I'd just as soon be wrong because I think this is sort of a twisted question. What's the line from uh, Beauty and the Beast when uh, when the one guy says, what do you give to a, a woman? You give her, you tell her tales, that you, 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 intentions uh, that you never, or what was it? Well, let's crack open the good book here and read from uh, uh, from uh, Ezekiel 4, where it says, if you have the goods, go ahead and show the goods. As the saying goes, it is, uh, it is hard to blow an uncertain trumpet. All right, it's time for Gordon's List, brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. And Austin took it a little easier on you today, Gordon, than I thought. That was easy? Oh, yeah, compared to what oh. I, th- I thought was coming. The, the, the well, first draft that got scrapped. Yeah, that got thrown in the, in the waste yeah. bin. Mm-hmm. You, you were well, a knight. Well, why did you throw it away? I you felt just... bad. Oh, you felt bad. What, I mean, by replaying Radio Brilliance? Uh, that, that's that's not what the first draft would have been. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> well, kind of uh, in its own little uh, way. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, Gordo. Uh, what are we doing? Start with uh, Bill Withers dies at age eighty-one. Uh, he who sang "Ain't No Sunshine," uh, "Lovely Day," and "Lean on Me." Oh man, that's sad. You know what band of the day change? We're going with We're that. We're going Bill Withers. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Bill Withers. I like it. You two did something relevant uh, decades ago. Now just didn't cutting it. Well, well, let's do U2 on a different day. I really like U2. Uh, you know, I mean, that's not that's a terrific choice. But Jake loves U2. Ugh. You don't, you don't, you're not a big fan, huh? No, not at all. Uh, but, oh. you, know, you know, a lot of people are, so I get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, you know, those three songs I just mentioned, that's, that's some quality work there. Yeah, no doubt. So, so sad day. All right. Uh, now that we've been kept away from sports for a bit here, have, have you give me an answer to this? What's your favorite sport to watch in person, and your favorite sport to watch on TV? And are they one and the same, or are they different? No, 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 no. They're they're not different. I'm glad you're bringing this up, Gordon, because I've actually put a lot of thought into this. My my favorite sport in person by far is basketball. Uh, I think basketball is is just electric in person. It's it's the right time period. Like the, it's not too long, it's not too short. Uh, it's fast paced. Uh, the the fans uh, really have a role. You know, they're right up close to the action. The the, the closed stadiums make it louder. Uh, I basketball by far. Football, uh, specifically college football, is my favorite on television. I I think football is the from a sports perspective is the best fit for TV because it's really stop and short or stop and go and there's time in between plays for replays. Uh, there's natural spots for commercials that don't feel clunky like uh, like sometimes it feels that way, especially in college basketball. So there, there's my answer. I think, I think basketball is actually the best sport for the marriage of TV and in person, but I think football is the best on TV. I think basketball is the best in person. I like that you differentiated between the two because I think there is good reasoning there. Well, Austin, I think you... I think TV is ruined uh, in person football too, to a certain extent. It's just there's there's so much lag time. It's just brutal. Yeah, and you can see the flight of the ball better. I mean, you can, there's a lot of things that you can see better on television. Where in basketball, you're close enough to the court, even if you're in the upper deck, you're still not not that far away. Right. So you can see the action unfolding right in front of you, and it's kind of cool to see the entire court. 
when you're when you're watching because the action does go back and forth so quickly. Austin, do you have a different response? Uh, yeah, I think my favorite in person. It's a tie from uh, for baseball and hockey. I think it's really exciting to be in person at a hockey game. And baseball is not always really exciting to be there in person, but it's always fun. You're always well, having a good time. That's the beauty of it. It's like when we were talking about bees games yesterday. You know, I mean, the, the pace of the game, the fact that it's a little slower is actually part of the charm and part of the the cool thing about it. True. I, I, I agree. It's 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 more of a social thing and the outdoors in the summer all, all roll into it. I get it why, why baseball would be someone's answer. I, I also get hot. I love going to Grizzlies games, but I did not grow up a hockey fan. So that that probably affects my my opinion personally. Yeah, I would. Uh, on TV, uh, it's basketball. I love watching basketball on TV. Yeah. All right. Gordon, uh, do you have an answer for that? I think I'm leaning toward you, Jake. Uh, although I, I have no problem with going to a football game in person just to soak in the atmosphere. But if I had to pick between the two, I think I think basketball is more fun to be, to be there because you feel like you're in the middle of the action. Uh, whereas football, you're a little farther away. And like you mentioned all the many of the advantages of watching on television. So I would I would go that way. I definitely think baseball is it's fun to be at the ballpark. It's fun to be at the ballpark. And, you know, it's hard to when you're watching on TV, you know, the the camera might be beaming from uh, from the, the as the pitcher is throwing the ball toward the plate. But then when the when the when the uh, hitter makes contact with the ball, they have to switch the angle to follow the flight and to see where it goes. So you can catch all of that with within your uh, as you're looking at it from uh, the ballpark. So. That's that's my problem with football on TV is you can't see the whole play. Right, you have to. You but, can't see it all. Uh, I think one thing with with in person football and with baseball. Baseball has the same problem on TV and in person. It's too long. It's so long. <laughs> it? It's so unbelievably long. And at least with football, you have one game a week, and and going in person, you kind of have the tailgating and the events surrounding the game. You know, with with baseball, it gets a little long. It gets a little yeah, long. Yeah, but so football can get long too. And as you mentioned, the many delays. Oh come on! Here's where well, soccer has going for it. I like I like the fact that they figured out a way to advertise during soccer without going away from the action. Yeah, that it's yeah. you're you're going to watch a whole half of sport uh, and and not get it interrupted at all. I got to admit, I like that. All right, if any of our listeners have a, a different thought on that, at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton, let us know. Your answer to that. What's your favorite sport to watch in person? And what's your favorite sport to watch on TV? Is it the same? Is it different? Dr. Fauci says he doesn't understand why every state isn't under a stay-at-home order, Jake. I know this kind of eats at you a little bit because of the freedom component to the whole thing. Uh, But it is still left to the states to decide and uh, I, I think in order to get this thing knocked out, we got to have people stand, stand. Maybe not, not maybe not a hundred percent at home, cooped up in home at home, but at least to a marginal effect. Do you agree or disagree? Um. Well, I mean, I, I guess as an overall message, I, I certainly agree. Um, I, I agree this thing really should be battled at a local and, and state level. I think that's actually a positive thing, especially for our state. 
um, that's had some really good leadership. And, you know, what they announced yesterday with the Silicon Slopes, I think, is 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 really, really cool. Um, I, I try to avoid some of the, the national stuff on this thing because uh, I, I think that can get a bit overwhelming. So I try to keep it focused on on kind of a local side of things and what we are are dealing with. Um, because I think that's what's important to my immediate being, Gordon. And I don't know if you, you feel differently about that or not, but I, I actually like, um, I actually like the fact that, uh, that states can take charge a little bit and, and local community cities, as we've seen, uh, take charge a little bit because they're the ones there, they're the ones seeing it and they're the ones who have the most ability to do something about it. So I don't know, I don't know if that's the response, uh, that, that you were looking for, but I like it that, uh, that our state is doing these, these, uh, daily press conferences. And, uh, I think Dr. Dunn is, is terrific. She's a really, really good communicator, uh, talking to folks and I've been encouraged uh, by the leadership that I've seen from the private and public sector right here in the state of Utah and I think that's kind of what I'm focused on Gordon is my immediate community because I feel like that has the most immediate impact on me and my family as well as that's the what I can have the most impact on. But as far as overall the overall welfare of the country and the economy it's so tied together it's so wrapped wrapped up that what happens on one coast affects what happens on the other coast and everything in between. Uh, forgive my crassness for this, but I saw a comparison on Twitter on uh, on uh, yeah, Twitter today that said essentially that having states make these decisions is like having a section of a swimming pool where people can, uh, can uh, relieve themselves in the water. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but I because guess it, I see it, what they're it, saying. Yeah, it bleeds over, I guess, if that's the way you want to look. I don't know. I don't, I'm just, uh, I don't have the answer. I just wondered what you thought about that. You know, this Dr. Fauci, he really, he, he really is, uh, I think he's a popular dude right now. I know that he's had some negative blowback uh, and he's had to get extra protection, which is just crazy to me. You know, he played basketball for Regis High School in 1958. Yeah, I saw that President Trump mentioned that in the uh, in the press conference. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Is that in New York State or is it somewhere else? I'm not sure. Regis High School. What's their mascot? The Fighting Philbins? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, he uh, he is well versed in sports, so that that brings uh, some more credibility to the things he says about how it affects. Uh, gatherings uh, for sporting events and what I saw Bill Gates last night on TV on I think it was on a comedy channel he was on with what was that guy's name what's that guy's name who was interviewed what's that Trevor Noah do you guys know uh, the, the Daily Noah? Show yeah he replaced yeah. John Stewart mm-hmm. yeah anyway he was interviewing Bill Gates and Bill was giving his various opinions on on various subjects and he was talking about how he was talking to the president of some country i forget what country it was and i thought how would it be to be bill gates i mean you just pick up the phone and call whatever national leader you want to and the the call gets put through yeah it'd be nice to be bill gates especially right now because i imagine whatever home he's staying at is uh, probably pretty sweet I mean, honestly, we see all these celebrities doing these like live TV interviews and Instagrams, uh-huh. whatever, and you just see these palaces that they're living in, and you're just like, well, you know, I guess it's it's good to hear from you. Hope you're hope you're well. They have more room inside their house than uh, than uh, where you travel on a normal day. 
Like Sam Amick was saying yesterday, great for Steph Curry that is having fun playing on his in-home golf simulator. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got an in-home golf simulator, yeah. you jerk. Right. Right. <laughs> He's not a jerk because of that. He's just well compensated. Uh-huh. You know, we're all limited to books, Netflix, and, you know, what whatever else, other basic activity we can yeah, do. Why don't you watch Frozen sane. 2 for the 19th time in two days? <laughs> and, what, yeah, you know, still, and the celebrities out there riding on their own roller coasters, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, this this whole quarantine social distancing thing is so terrible. Wee! <laughs> Richard, Richard Branson's like, hey, I've always been on an island by myself. Yeah, I own the island. But anyway. Right, and so in this type of circumstance, it's really serving me well. Hope you <laughs> yeah, folks are doing fine. Didn't his island get wiped out by that hurricane that came through? Oh, I see. So oh, he's geez. got trouble. He's got trouble. Thanks for that, Linus. Yeah. That was nice of you. <laughs> that is true. A lot of these people are encouraging people to stay at home, but, but they do have... Uh, Rather lavish uh, living conditions. Right. Yeah, you just noticed that, huh? That was the one thing about I did watch that concert, what was it, last weekend, where Elton John uh, hosted it, and they did the, the, the different groups singing from home or whatever, and it's just like, mm, that's a nice house. Good to see you, Tim McGraw. That's a beautiful swimming pool you've got there. That's nice. With the diamond floor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> As opposed to living in a 500-square-foot uh, apartment. Uh, it, oh, yeah. I feel so much for the folks in, in New York City living in those tiny, tiny apartments and can't go anywhere. And, of course, mm. you know, we feel for them because uh, that's that's the major hot spot in the country right now, and that's it's rough over there. But I tell you, they're used to living in those confined spaces. Can Can you imagine being only able to go to those confined spaces that'd be tough and social distancing in that city cannot be easy right i mean to to behave properly that cannot be that's got to be a challenge there yes yeah i i agree do you see that so this has got to bother you jake if i know you right some communities are using tracking devices to follow coronavirus affected folks and those exposed to them using like ankle bracelets and such yeah, I, I don't like that idea one bit. No, I don't. But, uh, I mean, I guess, of course, it was proven effective in South Korea. So, you know, I'm sure that, that there will be arguments for it here. But no, no, I don't care for that. 700,000 U.S. jobs were lost in the month of March. And uh, we send out our best wishes to all those uh, adversely affected in that way. Tom Brady donates 10 million meals amid uh, the COVID-19 crisis. 10 million meals. That's pretty nice. I mean, a lot of people are people who have been fortunate in in what they in their compensation and whatnot. It seems like a lot of them are stepping up to do good here, Jake, and uh, tip of the cap to them. Well, yeah, I mean, when the story this week about Tom Brady is that he's decided to rent Derek Jeter's house in Tampa, he probably ought to donate a few meals <laughs> to did you see that palace he rented in Tampa? Well, is he rented? Because didn't wasn't uh, wasn't that thing up for sale for a long time? Uh, I don't I don't know. One? I don't keep up with that that type of real estate. I but. thought Jeter was trying to sell it for so, for a while. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same place or not. But no. anyway, he's yeah, gonna be he's, he's gonna be just fine down there in Tampa. But Tom, he's the Tommy's best in gonna the world. be all right. He's the best in the world at what he does. So that's that's the way the world works in some cases. The Raiders donated a million dollars. A lot of people and a lot of organizations are donating for the greater good, and that's uh, that's good. This is not good. Did you see the story 
about the parents who named their newborns twins Corona and COVID? No, really? Do we really want to be reminded about this? No. I mean, you're going to remember having a, a baby during all of this regardless, right? I mean, that's that's going to be a thing. Do you really need the name to to hammer that home? I don't know. They couldn't. It, maybe that's in the name, Gordon, but they couldn't possibly go by those names, right? I, 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 what are they going to call them? They're going to make up some nickname? And if you do that, then why name them it in the first well, place? Maybe they go by their middle name or something. I don't know. Where, where was this that they did this? I don't know. I just saw this. Because it sounds like something someone in Utah might do. In all honesty, it sounds like a very Utah thing to it do. It does. It does at that. Hmm. No, well, then it would COVID it would and be, Corona. Then it would be la Corona and uh, la COVID. Hmm. I see. All right, we'll have more of uh, Gordon's list coming up next. We're getting it, a pep talk. We're getting a national pep talk from Dabo Swinney. Woohoo! We are America. He says. Uh, he yells to everybody. We'll talk about that. It's all straight ahead on the big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is is the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union guiding members forward for over 80 years on 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We continue on with Gordon's List. Gordo, uh, what's left? What a great song this oh, is. Unbelievable. I'm with you. 1972, man, Bill Withers. That's, you know, I, I might put him, if I wanted to, to hear a voice that would make me feel a little more at ease, I, I think his would be... Uh, High on that list, wouldn't yeah. you agree? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You ever see the um, the Morgan Freeman movie of uh, this name? Lean on me, Austin. You haven't seen Lean on Me, the no, movie? No, I never have. Oh, it's terrific. Gordon, I may have seen it, but I I don't recall it. Oh, it's really good. I, I definitely, if people are looking for stuff to watch, Lean on Me with Morgan Freeman, really good. Just what a great message on Lean on Me. We need to lean on each other these days. Dabo Swinney, he uh, he says uh, this about the current situation out there in the world and as it relates to playing college football this fall. He said, 
This is America, man. We've stormed the beaches of Normandy. We sent a rover out on Mars. We've walked on the moon. This is the greatest country. We invented the iPhone. We've got the smartest people in the world. We're going to rise up and kick this thing in the teeth and get back to our lives. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, but when people are sick, <laughs> I mean, people are sick, right? Uh, I yeah, know. but I, I, appreciate, I appreciate some uh, encouragement and some positivity. What's the matter with that? Uh, okay, but where does, where does the positivity cross over to hubris? Uh, I guess that depends on the person, but like, um, you know, they're, they're doing these videos to, uh, to get out the word about this testing website here in, in Utah uh, with mm-hmm. Silicon Slopes. And I don't know if you saw the, the video that Kalani Satake put out there with, uh, him singing Frank Sinatra to kind of get the word out about it. I mean, it's. It's great. It's uplifting. I mean, you, I think we need some of that stuff. I, I guess you could you could look at it and say, where does it become hubris? But I, I don't have any problem with people trying to to uh, to uh, motivate us all to to get through this. There's nothing wrong with that. Are tests now available to anybody who needs one? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think um, and I mean and, around here. Well, that's what that website is is really all about. Well, there's mm-hmm. a, a few things. I mean, I, I guess it, it would take us a while to get through it all, but uh, it, it's basically assess, test, and track. And the whole assessing thing, they're encouraging people, healthy or not, to go and, and get everything assessed so they can take the data from you. But then during that assessment, they'll they'll kind of. And I haven't done it yet. I've got to admit, I, it was on my. It is on my list of things to do today. But then they'll assign you, you know, say whether or not you need to go get tested and and set up an appointment for you to do so. Now I don't believe they've they've relaxed the restrictions on testing uh, to people without symptoms. In fact, I know they haven't. But I hope that that is the direction that we're headed. But right now, the testing I, I believe is still given to the highest risk. Uh, highest risk showing i think three out of the four symptoms and and i'll i'll look into that a little bit more We're, we saw three thousand plus tests reported today which i, I think is great but no they have not re- relaxed that yet so what is the usefulness if you don't have symptoms uh what is the usefulness of registering well, because they can track how the entire population is is feeling and and what's going on out there. So okay. it's it's okay. really you know this whole thing, Gordon, and, and you talk about modeling and flattening the curve. You know, it's all based on data, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think that's what's uh, frustrated uh, some folks is uh, you know who are managing this thing is the data hasn't been necessarily all that accurate from different places, and so it's hard to do the mod- modeling and figure out how significant this really is. So I think they're looking for as much data, healthy or not as they can get just to monitor the overall well-being of our community as we try to get this thing under control. Gotcha. And I think one of the uh, one of the really kind of uh, complex aspects to this virus is that 25% of the people don't have symptoms at all. Right. Like Donovan Mitchell. So Yeah. And I which mean, and then, did you see this I know I sorry I'm I'm diverting from the list the other day or uh, a little bit but did you see the the um, governor of I think it was Georgia who just 2 days ago yeah. said we just found out that people could be asymptomatic and it's like man do you, you're not a sports fan are you governor cuz uh, I don't know we, how we I don't know how it, I don't know how any governor could have uh, found that to be breaking news. But uh, I mean, everybody should have known that as soon as Donovan Mitchell said, man, I'm fine. 
Well, I mean, I think that's been a part of the public record for quite some time, uh, whether you're a sports fan or not. But uh, I don't know. I guess some people are slow to the party. Uh, John Calipari also said this, Jake. You'll love this. He said, I fully expect to be playing basketball in November. He still has eligibility? Ugh. I see what you did there. I mean, how, how would he know, Gordon? That's that's the thing. Hearing all these ads and coaches and all that stuff weigh in on it, I I just sometimes it's a little frustrating because it's like you don't know. I appreciate I the optimism. You did, I, I you appreciate you wanted the optimism. No, I like the optimism, but definitive statements like we're going to be playing. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being a little, a little hypocritical here. I like optimism, but I mean, is that comes off to me like somebody saying that they know something they probably don't. Yeah, I suppose. Or maybe I'm I'm maybe uh, maybe I'm just in a bad mood. Or maybe they're sending out uh, positivity to the universe and uh hoping that it will Okay, I'm going with that. Back. You know what? I'm going to pick to go with that, Gordon. I'm going with the optimism. Then to close out this this segment, I just got to throw this one out there. Did you see the video of Captain Crozier? Is that how you say his name? The captain of the USS Teddy Roosevelt? The Did former you see captain? This? Yeah, the former captain. Uh-huh. He uh, he got a rousing ovation. Why? He was fired for complaining to his superiors on up the line about uh, his sailors being put at risk for COVID-19. And he spoke out about it. And it cost him his job. And as he was walking away from the ship, they gave him the kind of reception that uh, well, I mean, not very many people get. Mm. I mean, they put, talk about an outpouring of uh, love and appreciation for somebody who was looking out for their welfare. I don't know. I, I've, it may have been outside the chain of command in the military. I don't know. But uh, I have a lot of respect for that, Captain. Mm. All right. Uh, we'll get to more coming up next. In fact, we're going to talk to Tanner Mangum coming up right around the corner. So make sure and stay tuned for that. But uh, joining us now on the Zone phone, he is, of course, our good friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic. He is Andrew Reinhardt with us. And Andrew, so glad you guys are still helping out listeners and helping out folks and uh, keeping yourselves safe at the same time. Yeah, we're still open, uh, still helping guys with ED. Uh, a lot has changed at our, at our clinic with the virus, of course. Um, as guys come in, we're taking their temperature at the door. We've eliminated our waiting room basically completely. So you come in, you get your temperature taken. If it's safe, um, you, you come in, go straight into your room. So guys are still getting ED treatments. And for some, uh, they're focused on the problem more now than they were before. They've got some extra time. Uh, our technology is eliminating the need to take medication. Um, they get the spontaneity back in the bedroom. It's been a game changer for a lot of guys. I bet a lot of guys out there dealing with this are thinking, yeah, I would really like that spontaneity back. Yeah, <laughs> they're spending more time with their partner now, uh, maybe working from home or whatever, and they're thinking, I wish I didn't have to take the pill. I wish I didn't have to deal with the side effects and the headaches and the drop of blood pressure, everything that you know that comes along with the medication. And that really is what is so cool is – it treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction instead of just being a symptom reliever. I think during all of this, the last thing we need, Andrew, is a headache. That's right. <laughs> More headaches. That's yeah, the last thing we need. That is the last thing. All right. So here's the number to call, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, and you'll still get that free consult and a little something extra, right? 
Yes, free consultation, exam, blood flow ultrasound. We're going to give you a little booster in the bedroom, I call it. It produces instant results. All of that is free. Just give us a call to get set up. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. More straight ahead on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.